0: Alright. Oh, okay. Pour some alcohol.
1: <laughs> Not sure.
0: Are you ready for this now?
1: Nah, I guess. Yeah. Not really sure. To be honest. Oh,
0: crap. Oh, crap, crap, crap. 30 minutes ago you were like is this a good idea that's more what i'm talking about here
1: yeah still wondering
0: okay so this is like um could be like in a way i don't this feels like it's a little chintzy to say this but in a way this is our most vulnerable podcast ever
1: yeah in a way I mean, it's fresh off the whatever you, newspaper shelves.
0: Um, are you awake over there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm here.
0: <laughs> Your volume is very low. I'm oh, not sure whether to turn you sorry. up or whether to. Uh, um, no, I'm. I'll try to. Or whether to wake you up or what. <sighs> Um, okay. Wow. How's that for an intro? You're listening to the Fight for Together podcast. So, in today's episode of TMI, we are going to be bringing you behind the scenes into our biggest, longest, ongoing fight Slash conflict, slash disturbance
1: of our relationship. Of
0: our relationship, and
1: like it's it's an ongoing occurrence. Did you say that?
0: I think so. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's so ongoing that we're in the middle of it right now. (laughs) Like we literally are starting recording this podcast half an hour late because we are having a quote unquote two to five minute conversation is what Cammy packaged it as um, after dinner.
1: yeah,
0: That was about what, almost an hour into it?
1: Uh, we talked for an hour, probably. And I'm
0: saying, why don't we just start recording the podcast and we can sort it out on the podcast because then uh, we yeah. get the podcast done and we can also mm. figure our shit out. Oh, by the way, did you see that? Did you see that comment as someone said that they stopped um, listening when I called women bitches?
1: Oh, I no, aired. I didn't see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I, I I do like to do that. Don't get me wrong. Um, But yeah. when I say bitches, I'm not referring to females
1: mm-hmm. exclusively.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to be clear on that. I'm talking about males and females.
1: Who are acting like a bitch or who may be bitches. Sure. It might not even be derogatory for you. Yeah, right? it's
0: more of a slang term that I just enjoy. Um, I mean, you you know me. Like, yeah. And if people are going to leave our podcast-filled language, like, I get it, but, geez, just so you know, my language in person is you would find ten times more offensive. I really do try and tone it down. <laughs> um, but you can only do so much, you know, for people. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes it's like, all right, you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. Um, True. But, yeah. Oh, I love offensive language.
1: Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us about that so we don't have to talk about this other stuff. Yeah, no. That's a whole nother <laughs> episode. Um, okay.
0: Mm. So where can I begin? As far back as I can remember... So Kimmy and I have been married for twenty-two years,
1: 20, and
0: yeah, and I only remember okay. this happening in our married life. Although, who's to say um, that it didn't happen earlier? Um, but this was basically the cycle. And sing along if you know it, Kimmy, um, or, <laughs> or, or sing But in if you know if if Ooh. you have anything to say, okay. All right. So, and and I'm going to say it how we thought of it at the time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. This predominantly, I feel like, happened around sex. In case you haven't noticed a theme in our life. Um, But this was not limited to that. So I would initiate and say like, hey, Cammie, you want to have sex? A.K.A. I want to have sex tonight or something. And Cammie would say no. And then I would withdraw from her emotionally and physically. And um, this would go on. Because
1: you felt hurt or disappointed?
0: Well, that's the big damn mystery now, isn't it? I
1: mean, back then, is that what we thought?
0: I don't remember all of what we thought. Mm-hmm. I just remember beating myself up for it. <clears throat> mm. Well, let's tell the story, and then we'll get into, like, more of the nuances. But... Okay. um, So I would withdraw. You would freak the fuck out. Like, you would come after me. Sometimes you would um. Try and initiate sex, but you would like hit. You would like this is when you like break I things.
1: I hit you once, right? Maybe. But I can remember. Well, it I,
0: I'm not even saying just hitting me. You would hit things. Oh, yeah. You like slam doors. You slam tables. Like And, and I'm saying this because you don't do this any other time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not like a hitty person. <laughs> In these moments, goddamn yeah hit it would shit.
1: trigger something really extreme and painful within me yeah
0: and um you would like i would go sleep in my office and you would say come up to the bedroom please and as we kind of said in last week's podcast um Man, I just remember this comment. I got to read this comment because I really like it, <laughs> and it was on my mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, it, it was—it kind of has to do with the swearing thing. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um. Okay. Yeah. So this, um, bitch named Sorello. <laughs> i don't know if you're a bitch Uh, a male or female bitch um says glad you're back with the tmi makes the most fascinating thought-provoking conversations what i love is like half the time you talk i'm often not bought in and kind of triggered slash indignant but i love that i'm always surprised where you take it and the lessons you draw from it i always have trouble disagreeing with you in the end God oh. damn, I love that comment. Whoa.
1: Because like, you it, know, that's kind of... It says like, more about them than it does. Than yeah. Like, that they can stick with... Yeah. It. They can sti- stick with it long enough feeling that way. Like, if you feel... What did they say? Like, indignant. Yeah, and triggered, triggered slash
0: indignant. Which triggered is actually a very, I think, often mature word to use. Because it... Um, yeah, yeah. It it insinuates that the um, drama is coming from something that's inside of them
1: yeah,
0: and is just being, in fact, triggered by our conversation. But the problem isn't our conversation. So, anyways, I love that. And I was thinking about that as I was saying that I withdraw because I feel like this is a very similar story. Mm. And this person might have a similar response to this type of podcast where Mm -hmm. the way we tell the story, you know, we're talking about 20 to 22 years of maturity here.
1: Yeah.
0: And when I hear the first part of the story and what we were trying to figure out at this time was really it's triggering to me even. Um, Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes me pissed off now for different reasons. But I think if you stick with the story, you'll see the evolution. Um, I think... I think everyone, uh, well, not everyone, but a lot of people could learn something, not by how we model life, but just you might find yourself in pieces of us. Mm-hmm. And basically, you, you and I were just saying before this podcast started, we've never heard this talked about online, this, this same thing. No. Which is pretty weird, because it's got to be out there.
1: Like, our specific brand? Of, well, I don't or know how specific like, it needs to be, but... Oh, just like... The cycles that couples or intimate partners go through, because yeah, in this
0: type of dynamic, right?
1: I know, and I it's that's something I've been really frustrated okay. with.
0: We got to we got to get into it, so people know what the heck we're talking yeah. about. Okay, so um, I would, Cami would deny me sex or something like that, <clears throat> and then I would uh, like it's a go. A funny
1: way to put it. Well, yeah. Just like, I would just say, no, I don't want to have it. Yeah. But you could go have sex somewhere else, I guess. I wasn't absolutely denying you sex. <laughs> not.
0: I could go have sex somewhere else?
1: I mean, even with yourself. But back then, we no, didn't believe absolutely in all those not. things.
0: That was not an option back then.
1: Right. Because we were religious.
0: Yeah. And. We believed masturbation was wrong. Porn was wrong. Certainly, sex with other people was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, no, it was...
1: I know. I, I mean, I know that, but they might not know that. So, I just wanted to clarify.
0: Oh. Wait. So, do you not agree with denying me sex is accurate?
1: With me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess with me, I was. Yeah. Denying you sex with me. Yes. That yeah. is accurate.
0: I mean, that, these are the feelings. Um,
1: yep.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Um. <laughs> Uh, where am I? Cammy would deny me sex and then I would withdraw and then she would come after me and then this is when we had like awesome makeup sex that solved the problem for at least like an hour sometimes even two or three hours
1: or I feel like the cycle would last like days like at least maybe weeks yeah well I'm
0: kind of being facetious but (laughs)
1: um
0: but really like it was very uh very um temporary solution is my point yeah and then we would do this again and sometimes this would last a week sometimes this would happen once a month sometimes it would happen maybe three or four months there'd be a gap but it always happened right and
1: count on it like the rising of the sun Well, I didn't have anything to say at the moment. Um,
0: And in this time period, by the way, we are in the church, which for us meant that most people in marriages in the church, in our experience, they don't talk about their problems. We didn't. We sure as heck didn't. We never saw anyone else talking about their problems. Mm -hmm. So when you have problems like this, it felt like we were really, like, broken or... um,
1: and alone
0: and alone and like no one else had this problem and we were like really fucked up for having it Mm -hmm. and i predominantly blamed myself because the way I, i use the language very intentionally that we thought okay cammy is um like not able to have sex or not interested or whatever um, and it wasn't always just sex, like intercourse. Sometimes these are like just sexual advances or just like romantic moves. Um, and And then I'm basically being a big fat fucking bitch about it.
1: <laughs> <gasps>
0: um, a male bitch, if I identify as male. Um, I'm being a baby about it. We wouldn't have used the word bitch back then. we would use the word. I felt like I was being a baby and being really petty. And I'm like um, punishing her, somewhat involuntarily. It, this felt really out of my control. I guess I need to say too back then, like it wasn't. the the more the the, for the more years that went on, and the the more number of ways I attacked this problem, which somewhere around then I got involved in twelve step groups, and I started processing feelings and talking about things, which helped tremendously. I got a sponsor slash mentor that I was able to talk about these things with and we approached it from an addiction perspective. And I thought, okay, maybe it's that I'm addicted to sex and I'm putting this on Cami, and I just need to process my feelings instead. So I, I went through years and years of doing that. And then we got into therapy and I've talked to multiple therapists about this um, who had different solutions. And none of it, I don't want to say it didn't help at all, mm-hmm. but none of it solved it. We, 20 years later, we still had this phenomenon occur. Um, yeah. And I call it a phenomenon because the, the further we got into our marriage and the more mature I got and like uh, self-aware I got. And I had worked on all these fucking issues in my parenting and our marriage and, and a lot of shit just went away. I mean, like very dramatically shifted, like the way we parented, the anger I had towards kids, um, my feelings of shame around myself and my children, or the way our our relationship really has evolved in crazy ways. Mm-hmm. But in this one area, it wasn't really that different.
1: Not com- yeah, compared to other parts of our life, other parts of ourselves, it feels like, This has evolved the slowest. It's just like, what the hell is going on? It's sometimes I want to ask the universe.
0: So, um, enter in um, 2023, and this is about two months ago. Um, And I have this like insight, which may or may not have been psychedelically inspired. Um, and okay, it was mushrooms. Uh, You talked me into telling you, um, unless this is the U.S. government, in which case, all names and details are fictional.
1: Mushrooms? What mushrooms? (laughs) I cook with them. I I put them in my dinner. (laughs)
0: Um, and all of a sudden, I, I I'm in my office alone, and we're actually in the middle of one of these cycles, and I am like, I just have this insight, and it was very simple, but it was like i'm depressed Hmm. and i need to tell you why this was in fact an insight um Mm -hmm. because i have never considered myself people are like depressed i'm like depressed what like stop being a fucking baby like get shit done i get shit done i mean I was raised in a Christian Asian family, so we didn't have fucking feelings like that wasn't you know something let alone
1: we depression dealt which is with. yeah, beyond a feeling, it's like something else. <laughs> we believed in
0: math and God's word and getting shit done. and mm-hmm. I went to like I did not miss a day of school for being sick um ever. like I just went um, because I was like, you know, if you believe you're well, you just go. Mm-hmm. And into our marriage, I always felt like everything was my choice. It should be, I should be in my control. If I want to love my wife, I should love my wife. If I'm not loving my wife or making her feel pursued or desired or loved or whatever words we would have used back then, it's my fault and it's my choice. And I can change that. I can make the decision to love her better or. Show, tell her I appreciate her, all these things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But what started to happen, and, and we saw this cycle pan out in um, our community, our Christian community that imploded, I would say, what, five, six, seven years ago now. Um, yeah. I guess. And we were involved in these dynamics that it took a therapist and a lot of years of therapy to help us disentangle ourselves from, where basically we had money and influence and vision and energy and a lot of loneliness. So we built an entire community around us funding, supporting, pouring into people, creating events, and it all revolved around our energy. Mm -hmm. And we know this because with our therapist's suggestion, when we finally stopped providing the energy... Mm -hmm. When we said, we're no longer going to host, but we would love it if anyone else hosted, the entire thing imploded and just flat out vaporized. It disappeared. And that's when we were like, oh. I guess that was all there because we were just not willing to stop.
1: Well, not just that. We created the whole thing based off of our own energy. We didn't match energy with anyone. Like, all the people that... were attracted to us, uh, didn't have the energy. <laughs> like they wanted to, like suck from our tit.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I guess to pause there for a second because that's a really important theme. Um, we were hosting events and um, inviting people to, like, you know, at one point it's like five nights a week at our house. We're hosting stuff. Mm and people wouldn't host us the same way and when that happened i would always kind of make excuses for them i'd be like oh well i'm sure they would if they had more money or i'm sure they care about us they just like you know it's just easier to do it at our house i had all these reasons why they weren't doing it well
1: they have small kids and then i think back when we had small kids i'm like we were doing that shit back then even yeah so i
0: think we were filling some void or something but anyways, I read this, uh, our, our, our therapist gave us this magazine, I think it was like Psychology Today or something, and there was this article, and the mom talks about writing a letter to her daughter, and um, the daughter doesn't write back, <clears throat> and this is like, ask a therapist, or the therapist is interpreting these actions, and he said, no response is a response. Yeah. So the mom was like, oh, she must have been busy, she forgot to write back. Uh, So I'll contact her again. And the therapist said like, no, if someone doesn't respond to you, listen to that. Listen to the space. Listen to the void. And I never listened. (laughs) If I invited people to 10 things and they didn't invite me to any, I was like, I I would make up an excuse for them. Yeah. Or for myself, rather. Instead of...
1: You interpreted it in the way that was the most useful for you at the time.
0: Yeah, but it was fictional. It was make-believe.
1: Right, but you needed them to have that excuse that you made up in your mind.
0: Instead of asking the question, why aren't they inviting us to something? Maybe, And there's a lot of reasons, Yeah. which aren't bad, but are just true and are very hard to accept. What if they don't care about the relationship as much as we do? What if they don't need us as much as we want them to? Or uh-huh. they don't value the relationship as much as we value the relationship. Right. Um, and none of these are moral things. They're just, like, hard truths. When you, So when we stopped inviting people, I was like, oh, okay, cool. All the invitations are going to come. And it's like crickets. And it's yeah. like, ooh, ouch. That was a hard truth. But... I would say our healing from that system started then hmm. when we started listening to that truth. And instead, yeah. of, instead of continually inviting people to fill every gap of our life, we just dealt with that loneliness. Right. Which we had never, never faced because we're filling it with church community bullshit.
1: Right. And then shortly after that, we're getting like kicked out of all the like church community stuff anyway so then it was like the decision was sort of made for us and in a way but then and then it just like catapulted us out of that Christian world and then all of a sudden we had all this like resources that kind of helped me at least understand parts of who parts of why I even get in that cycle to begin with or like attachment stuff I had never heard about in the church. Like, you know, attachment, attachment, what? You should be attached to God. That's it.
0: Okay. So the reason why I went down that whole rabbit trail of talking about listening to the silence and allowing space was – in our own relationship, I started to come to grips with the fact you were reading these books on attachment style, and you'd come to me and be like, oh, we have different attachment styles. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but it seemed really important to you. Um, but in the midst of all this language and healing and learning, mm-hmm. it's obvious for the last three years that in our romantic I would call it romantic, not sexual, although I would include some of the sexuality into the romance of our relationship. I have provided what feels like to me 80% of the energy to get where we are today.
1: Hmm. Did that start in your childhood? Do you remember like... Even if, it, like, a teenager, like, bringing all the energy to, like, your relationships, friendships. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All I remember was that, like, you know, in, in high school, I probably wrote, like, geez, I feel like oh, it yeah. was, like, four or five hundred letters or something like that. <laughs> I always wrote back. I was never the last person to get a letter. Mm-hmm. With probably like forty different people that I, yeah. I had forty different pen pals. Most of them girls, because um, they were the only ones that would write back. Um, not all the was girls wrote
1: I back. <laughs> the one that wrote back the least? Uh, I feel like Where Lucy
0: we... Spiro actually wrote back less than you. Oh, okay. Phew. But you were
1: up there, and the the
0: for, for who I cared about, you definitely wrote back the least. <laughs>
1: And then you went after me. It was always that... kind of like
0: the girls that were like, would write back, that are the ones that like, I didn't want to write back necessarily.
1: But, like the ones that were bringing, you're like, okay, my energy and your energy, that's too much energy. We need, to, I need to go after the person. Well, with... no, it was never too much. Well, I just for me. I guess I'm making a point. I wonder if you were more attracted to someone who gave less energy because often we're attracted to oh. opposites.
0: Yeah. That could be true, I guess, but shit, I was not thinking that way then. Well, I,
1: yeah, of course not. <laughs> I mean um, but I would no. always
0: write back and like my friends, I was always available for my friends much more than they were for me. Oh uh, yeah. It seemed like, and I'm not, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to make it sound like i was a good person. I think I was really lonely.
1: Well, you're really lonely and you maybe had a hot, really high need for connection. I say high because maybe it was higher than like the average person or something like, what did the therapist say? Exaggerated need for intimacy. Kind of
0: exaggerated desire for intimacy or something like that. Yeah.
1: Or I thought it was need, but um, Yeah. Yeah, maybe need.
0: Hmm. Um, okay, so... Where the hell was I? Uh, ever... Yes, in our relationship, I'm providing 80% of the romantic
1: <laughs> yeah. moves. And
0: this is from... I mean, you could go back to the good old days when I was writing you letters. You weren't writing me back. Yeah. I was interested in you. You weren't interested in me. Um, then we get married, so... I'm, well, even before marriage, you know, we're talking about our secrets and, and you have these like deep dark secrets uh, of like like your youth pastor bullshit. And I'm like pulling the shit out of you. Like you're like a clam. You won't like open up. And I'm like digging for these secrets, like using all this energy to try and like get to know you and coming after you. Like, and you're not doing that to me, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get married. So like, Nine out of ten, well, actually not nine out of 10, Ninety-nine out of a hundred sexual initiation things are me. Mm-hmm. And you know, we could talk about trauma, and there's all these different reasons for that, but let's just not for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, now you did the one thing I remember you initiating was date night, when
1: like it, oh, in to,
0: Kirkland. To just go. the concept of it of getting child care.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Um, Besides that, though, like, any trips, like, if we go to Hawaii, if there's, Mm -hmm. like, a birthday, if there's a surprise, if there's an anniversary, like, I planned all that stuff. Yeah. Um, And that was just, like, you know, kind of like what we shared last week. We had these different roles, and it was just kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I was happy. I wasn't complaining. It was just, like, that's just, like, what I did. And you, like, you know, you were providing a lot of care for the kids at this time, and, you know, doing other shit, you're busy, you're going to school, you're cleaning the house, you're, you know, there's, it seemed fair. Like, I was happy. Hmm. It felt like I thought I was. Yeah. But, you know, come to find out in therapy, sometimes shit uh, works great for a time period, but then the longer you go, you start to see the cracks in it if it's not built on a solid foundation.
1: Or if you're evolving as a person, then often the things that used to work start not working anymore that maybe were built in your childhood or patterns.
0: Yeah. And so I think what I started to conclude was that I wasn't withdrawing on purpose. I wasn't trying to teach you a lesson. I was actually – there, and there's two ways to put it – out of energy,
1: mm-hmm. romantic
0: energy, initiative energy, and – or I was depressed, in that way at least. And by depressed, what I mean is, you know, I, I don't want to use that word in a diagnostic sense, like in a medical sense, because I don't give a fuck about that. But um, not to discount the people that deal with that. I just – I'm not in that world, and it, I – I'm not going to pursue a diagnosis, but when someone says they're depressed, I have sympathy for them because I assume you, you have a hard time getting out of the bed out of the morning or getting shit done or whatever it is, but it's not optional. Like you have this, I've heard people describe it. Like you have this wet blanket over you or this huge weight, or it's so hard to get motivation or to get up. It's just, you can try and try and try. You can you know, listen to it and all the podcasts you want.
1: everything's in black and white. Like all the things that you would normally enjoy. You don't.
0: Yes. It's uphill. It's, it's, um, it's not optional is the point. Yeah. And all I Mm. know is like, I get in these places where I, I fucking show up for our relationship. I feel like 110%. I'll plan the dates. I'll buy the gifts. You know, I have all this energy and I've done this pretty much nonstop for 22 years. Um, Until I can't Mm -hmm. and I hit this like wall and this is actually very similar to a lot of my personality um, with other areas of life also Mm -hmm. Um, where I vlog and I vlogged every day five days a week for five years and then I stopped you know I I lose motivation Um, and it's not to say I I don't think I I lack um, what's the word like uh, I can stick with projects or whatever. Um, but when I stop believing in something or when I,
1: well, you almost stick to projects to a fault, like before, like, like maybe you're, you shouldn't like, maybe it should like,
0: but when I quit, I quit, you know, like a lot of people are like, Oh, why don't you do blackjack? And I'm like, Oh, you know, I did blackjack for 10 years. And when I was done, I was like, done.
1: No, that's true. You like, you move on quick.
0: Same thing with the business world. Once I figured out, oh, you can make money. You can make a million dollars a year. I was like, cool, I'm done. Like, I, I didn't want it. I didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, peace out. Uh, and I haven't looked back, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Anyhow, in our relationship, I feel like consistently day in, day out, I was like initiating. I was providing the energy. I was like, hey, Cammy, what do you want to do for date night? Hey, Cammy, like, you want to read these books? Hey, Cammy, let's go to therapy. Hey, Cammy. And and um, it's not to say you didn't you weren't bringing your effort, but or you didn't care. It wasn't like that at all. But you couldn't keep up with me.
1: Mm -hmm. I could probably can't even keep up with some, especially back then. Like someone who was giving fifty percent, let alone (laughs) one hundred (laughs) and ten.
0: So, anyways, then something would happen. Oftentimes, it came in the form of me initiating sex or getting denied or getting turned down in some way that I I didn't feel valued or something like that. And instead of the new interpretation for me was instead of me just withdrawing and trying to punish you or be petty about that circumstance, I started to see that that circumstance triggered some awareness in me that like, hey, dude. You're investing too much in this relationship. You're over investing. You're overextending yourself. Yeah. And and just like we learned in community, um, not that it's like bad or something, but it's unsustainable if one partner or one friend is putting in 80% of the energy and one partner's putting in 20.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's not the type of friendship I wanted to have with you. It's not the type of romance I want to have with you. It's not the type of marriage. Um, and I used to have a very high tolerance for those types of friendships. Mm-hmm. Now I don't. If I if someone's like not really willing to invest that much, I'm like, no.
1: Except for with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, evidently. <laughs> I, I let some riffraff uh, filter through. But... Um so I'm a lot more but that's health for me. Yeah. Is to not be involved in relationships where I was basically functioning as the parent and they were functioning as the child. I
1: was just going to say the only relationship that that would be appropriate in, I guess, is um a parent child one where the child's like still actually a child. Or I was thinking like what a teacher student <laughs> do teachers put more effort than students
0: no i hope not i don't think so actually okay i think i think the best teaching happens when teachers lay out expectations and then and kids put in they put in a different kind of effort yeah. like they're going to show up to class right they're going to do their homework or yeah. they're going to be curious as to what the teacher is saying they don't have the they don't put the same kind of effort in yeah but if a teach if a if a teacher cares a ton and a student doesn't care at all... Yeah. I think it's really um, not helpful for the teacher to continue to f- try and force a child to learn. Yeah. Or care about a relationship. Right. That's my personal stance. Right. Um, either way. So then I started to see, like, okay... There's kind of just a new script for this 22-year-old narrative that I've always invested too much, but instead of feeling like a hero for doing that, I started to ask this question, which is like, just like with the community, why am I always investing so much romantically? Mm -hmm. And like, I haven't got a lot down that road. I think that... I'm scared of the space. Um, and I think it's easier for me just to fill it with something. And instead of waiting for you to do it, which sounds risky, just I can do it. Like, hey, let's go on a date and yeah. let's be together.
1: Yeah.
0: Never mind that it's always me initiating that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we've experienced, I think this is where maybe there's some overlap from last week's vlog episode about just talking about when you we've, when I've stepped back and become more aware of why I'm filling in this space Mm -hmm. and more, um, you know, I, I can't emphasize enough. I had a lot of shame around this dynamic because I thought I could fix this. I should be able to fix this. I, I don't, I don't want to punish you. I don't want to be a baby. I don't want to be a petty asshole or, like, just retributive, like, or, like, just trying to teach you a lesson or, you know, because here's the thing we haven't really got into. When I would withdraw, you would feel so much pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you want to get into that? Why not?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Um <laughs> a little fresh today but uh well i'm still trying to unpack that after 22 years really only the last three years i feel like i'm starting to like get insights into myself and why i have such a strong reaction to you losing energy um, but really, it's just a shift in behavior. I sense a shift in behavior in you. And then I... Um, my nervous system, like, goes into fight or flight. Uh, and... Ha- yeah, I don't fully know, to be honest. Like, I don't really know. I just think that I... I, I just have... I must have had enough experiences as a child um where this feels familiar to me and so my body's just like oh yeah this is unsafe you should like run or fight or something um but it's really only been in the last few years that i've been able to recognize that and i have the resources to even know how to calm myself down um. and try to get to whatever stable nervous system state is
0: can I say this like one of the things that's been really helpful for us is to understand who is that it's Eden huh. Um, is to understand that okay using my side of the example when I'm like chugging along giving 110% and then I get triggered by you know you would like say no to sex or something like that Mm -hmm. and
1: yeah go for it
0: what's up you want to hear the podcast live Eden (laughs) can't get enough of it
1: (laughs) No, um, she's like, I just um, live here. <laughs> um,
0: uh, I used to take it out on you. I'd be like, oh, if Cammy just um, said yes to sex more mm. or whatever my initiating, if she initiated more, in fact, that's what we thought the problem was for a long time,
1: Oh, then,
0: yeah. then all of this would go away for me.
1: Oh, right.
0: And you thought on your side, if Ben didn't. Um, withdraw Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have this thing this I wouldn't have to freak out you're just freaking out because I'm being an asshole right come to find out my shit was there I was this type of person with or without you with or without the sex with or without the initiation that was just the thing that was bringing it to the surface yeah was I didn't allow space in relationships and my work in the last year or two has been to allow that type of space, which has
1: hmm.
0: um, been scary for me. Yeah. For other people, it's scary to plan a date. For me, it's scary to not plan a date. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. And true. on the flip side, yeah.
0: you have whatever fucking issue. <laughs> we don't know what to call it or whatever. I mean, we have all these well, words. Like, of It's
1: attachment I don't know, it's probably, like, attachment insecurity, like, insecure attachment.
0: But you, I get so frustrated because you keep on blaming me, and you keep on saying, like, why are you withdrawn? And I'm like, dude, I can't, I think I called you a bitch last week.
1: <laughs> probably, <laughs> I'm just so used to it. But you
0: don't identify as female, do you? So it's not technically, like... Oh,
1: whatever, yeah, sure. So... Um. But,
0: like, because um, I just wanted to call you a bitch again, but I, I didn't because I was like, oh, someone's going to someone stop else. listening. Um, but, uh, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, oh, you blame me, and you're like, why are you withdrawing? And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> I can't. Uh, couldn't help yourself. I can't. Um, I don't have any energy to keep on going right now. I need a break. I'm, I'm depressed. And i'm not just trying to get sympathy because for me admitting Mm. depression in this area or or lack of motivation or lack of ability or i'm just too tired and exhausted to carry on this way anymore uh, sounds like defeat um it does not it's not taking the easy way out for me i'm not trying to create a victim out of myself like that being a victim is far more scary hey um C- can you uh, go back over to the house and we'll come over when we're done?
1: We'll come over when we're done, um, okay? You didn't even tell me that you I'm over sorry. Here. And, uh, sorry, can you I go. You can go play myself. something with Flea, okay? What do you mean? Play um, something with Flea? Go somewhere else? Sure, that's fine. We're working. Can I have a time? No. Can not. I watch something on the on no, computer? No. You like can, a movie? No. You can play with Flea, that's it, okay? okay. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs>
0: um you would treat it as if I was making a choice or like a, because of the pain you're going through I think you would yeah. look around and be like I need to find someone to blame for this pain and of course I'm the obvious answer because one day I'm like swooning all over you and the next day I'm not mm-hmm. but to put it in a little bit of like uh to paint a picture of what goes on here because this is mm-hmm. what's happening we're in the middle of this right now um so every day I'm like making all these fucking moves on you. Like and we we're pretty sappy, I would say. And by we I would mean me. Uh yeah.
1: Hey, I've, I've stepped it up a little. You
0: have, but we've not like been level. But... We're like naked a lot. We're like you know, we live in the same house and we work in the same house.
1: There's a lot of touch points throughout the day and evening where we're affectionate. We talk a lot. Like, there's just a lot of connection points.
0: And we cuddle. We're naked. We're, you know, just flirting. There's a lot of that. It's very normal for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I hit this point, I don't feel like doing hardly any of that. And if Cami initiates it, I'll, like, do it. But I'm not, like, excited by it. Yeah. It's hard for me. Like, I mean, using the word that you use, like, just the world turns kind of black and white for me. And I just feel, like, kind of, I feel like I need, like, CPR or something. Mm. Um, so, but I'm still, like, I, I guess the picture I'm trying to paint is all that romance, romance sexual stuff kind of evaporates. And we become kind of, like, roommates. <laughs> like, we sleep in the same bed. But normally where I'd like hold her all night long, literally, I'm not, we're not even like touching. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, we used to not touch, but now I feel like I I touched you last night. You did? Well, just like I cuddled my body up next to your body, but I didn't hold you. But maybe, I only point that (laughs) out because I used to be like, Fuck away from me!
0: Yeah, we'd yes. wear clothes to
1: bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to say too is, as I'm trying to learn about myself, is I've read that for a nervous for someone who has gone through trauma or their like nervous system is not at a stable state. Um, it it could just be a certain moment or whatever. But neutral cues are seen as um, threatening. So if it's not, so I wonder for me, like if you're you're giving me neutral cues, for for someone else would just be like, uh, oh, he's just whatever. But for me, I'm like, why are you being so mean?
0: Yeah, because I'm not I'm not doing mean shit. In fact, no, I, I actually, actually used to early on. Because, like, you know, I remember, like, pushing you or I'd, like – I don't think I ever, like, pinched you, but I do weird stuff like that. (laughs) Because this is before uh, 12-star groups. I didn't have language to say I was hurt or disappointed or sad. So I would just, like, do physical things.
1: I feel like you did this kind of recently. But you don't do this very much anymore. But you would do this thing where you would, like – hug me and then just like squeeze me like a little too tight like <laughs> i'm like whoa there bitch. well i'm letting you know <laughs> hey don't call me a bitch uh
0: i i'm letting you know this is not a romantic hug like because i don't like, oh right i think
1: no it's like it's like you have this like energy that maybe could get out in a different way if you like talked about your feelings maybe i don't know maybe not but it's sort of like, you know, when people have to punch the pillow, you know, you're probably just like
0: Ugh. I don't know. It
1: Or maybe you're just trying here's to do weird something too. To um,
0: me. so I'm ready to move towards the solution that we have found.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Which I don't even think we agree with, evidently. I don't well, know if we agree. We, I don't we didn't agree two hours ago. Yeah. But like That's hard. Basically, like what I've concluded, I, I've stopped beating myself up and just saying like, "Hey Ben, it's okay. Sometimes you need space. You can't provide this romantic energy, and like that's okay." And for the most part, I feel like you agree with me, except for for when you're in fight or flight,
1: mm-hmm. which can
0: last up to three to seven days sometimes. Or which feeling is a bitch.
1: Or I can still. F-
0: I didn't call you a bitch. I said that's a bitch. <laughs>
1: Or I'm just still feeling the like sting of how pain, how much pain I was in. So then I'm just like, I don't know if this is the right. I you know I think for me it's just it's hard because I, maybe I'm afraid that this solution just won't work, for me.
0: Uh yeah, who the hell knows? I mean we it's untested in a way, um, but. Where was I? I lost Solution. My uh, oh, okay. So for me, I've accepted, hey, I'm not going to be able to show up to this relationship and initiate romance for certain time periods. And yeah. Cammie used to interpret that as, I don't want romance. So she oh, would take yeah. a break, too. When in reality... It's kind of weird, but what I'm looking for... I felt overextended in the relationship. Yeah. And there's two ways to deal with that. One is I pull back. But the other is I think for you to step up. And I, f- I feel like just intuitively or on the subconscious level, I felt like I needed to see more skin in the game from you. Um, Like a lot of these things, because, even, just because I'm... um. I'm compulsively driven to do these romantic gestures doesn't mean that they don't entail risk. And especially when I got denied, that's when Mm -hmm. I would feel like, Oh shit. Like this is really risky. All these things I'm doing. Yeah. And that's when I'd kind of like have, do a little self auditing thing and be like, man, you're really over invested here.
1: Mm -hmm. And I would
0: kind of like want you to invest, which isn't fair to put on you i mean i think it is fair to have a desire and to want that mm-hmm. but i don't expect that of you and i don't think you have to but also our relationship might not be functioning at the same romantic level what's weird just like um going back to the community conversation
1: mm-hmm.
0: we had this community it was fucking rocking i mean yeah. it was like 10 out of 10 fun you know we're rock, we're like living life we're Five nights a week where there's parties in our house. For we're 40-ish. hanging out with all these people. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And then we got fucking healthy in therapy. And we're like, okay, we're not going to be funding this whole operation emotionally and financially. Yeah. And it vanished. Yeah. And it's easy to think like, oh, we fucked up. In fact, that's what we got accused of. And um, that's how we felt for a while. Yeah. But in the long run, we could see like, oh. That thing was going to implode anyways, and we're much healthier now. Yeah. And the the relationships that we have, I would consider, we're just in a better spot, and I, I don't...
1: We're even attracting people that can bring more energy to the table like we can.
0: So while I'm thankful for those good old days and I appreciate them, I do not miss them. I do not want them back. Yeah. Now, in our relationship, we've had this fucking banging romance where we're, like, you know, on fire. And But health, for us, might be ratcheting it down. If I'm the one providing the energy... So this is where there's this big question. And I asked before the cruise, I was like, I don't know what you're willing to risk. Like, it's hard for me to admit that sometimes, and it's scary. But, like, even the last three days, like, so...
1: Well, I don't even know.
0: Yeah. And if I'm not willing to do it anymore, and if you're not, all I know is our relationship will probably look different. Now, what I believe, if, if our past has any bearing on this, mm-hmm. is that it'll be better, like it'll be evolution. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always like forward in a way. But... I really enjoy the romance and I hope that you like take more risks and initiate more, which, you know, like we talked about last week, a lot, what that process has looked like in terms of Cammy coming in touch with her own desires for the first time where she really wasn't in touch or aware that you even had desires for multiple decades, even before I knew you. Yeah. So you can imagine like, you can start to put some pieces together as to this was a we were set up for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. In so many ways.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know. I was thinking maybe you could walk through these cards and what they mean to you.
1: Okay.
0: Not because it's like the solution, but yeah. It's where we arrived at well, the latest solution and
1: yeah, and I will say, like, when things aren't so, like, fresh for me, pain-wise, trigger-wise, I, these cards make a lot more sense to me. Um, so I do feel like a lot of it has to do with, like, where I'm at emotionally, uh, which matters because these are the cards I pull out when I'm in that emotion. But I'm just wondering if, yeah, anyways. Um oh, don't. well and i wonder why like Uh, i wonder if there's if it's actually feels unsafe for me to even pull these cards out because i don't know anyways so the origin
0: of these is that you know after 20 years of dealing with this yeah i go through these we'll call them depressive states withdrawal states and and Cammy says, oh, you don't want me to initiate, so I'm not going to initiate. And I'm like, no, no, that's not true. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that I don't have the ability to respond in these times. And in these times, you don't have to, but I would love it if you would come after me or step it up. Mm-hmm. And, like, you maintain the romance for a change in our yeah. relationship. And it's not to say, like, I'm not shitting on you. Like, you maintain so many other parts of our friendship and family. Yeah. We're really talking about one very specific aspect of our relationship, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. But I
0: said, this is, so I had this like fit of inspiration and I just wrote it down. I was like, you know, I'm going to give this to you because this is, I can't really communicate when I'm in this like depressed state very well. You're like, what are you, how are you? I'm like, fine. (laughs) That's, because I am really in a way. I'm like, not angry. But I said, this is, if you want to know how to help me, this is how you can help me.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. When I feel a shift from Ben and this triggers a full body response, remember, he gets tired and worn out sometimes and is not able to come after you. This does not mean he doesn't like you or want to be close to you.
0: Wait, are you going to explain these at all?
1: Oh. Uh, I mean, each
0: of these cards represents
1: oh maybe we've talked about already but yeah he gets tired and worn out well it's just he's not able to come after you so this is supposed to like help me remember why he's behaving the way he's behaving because otherwise i fill in the gaps with he i did something wrong he doesn't like me he's um protecting himself he's guarded uh i don't know i'm like
0: trying to teach you a lesson yeah
1: yeah um so yeah this does not mean he doesn't like you or want to be close to you so this is supposed to like combat what i will would naturally just feel in these states like oh he doesn't like me look look how he's behaving he doesn't want to be close to me
0: well because you get in these states where you're like this is over
1: Well, I didn't this time.
0: (laughs) No, gold star.
1: But yeah, historically, I am ready to throw in the towel. I'm just like, why are we together? Like, this is, and this was especially really painful for me when I when I would be pregnant. (laughs) This is just a little side note. Dude, that was fucking rough. Cause I remember just being like, I'm, I wanna leave and I am stuck with a baby inside of me. That's his and mine. Ugh. And yeah, that was rough. Anyways, that's not gonna happen anymore. Um, speaking of babies, he has been married to you for 22 years, made six babies with you, and you are his favorite lover and best friend. So this is supposed to help me reframe, like, how you actually feel towards me. It's not indifferent, even though the signals I pick up from you, whether it's true, I guess it's not true. It's not true. But what I'm picking up is, like, oh, he doesn't like, he doesn't care. We have
0: this, like, if you were to, like, graph out 365 days a year. Let's just say there's 330 of them where yeah. I'm, like, on fire after you. Like, yeah. madly in love, getting along, pursuing you, planning shit. Yeah. And then there's the 35 where I'm not.
1: Or I would probably even less than that.
0: Okay, cool. But whatever. And that 35 or 20 or whatever it is, yeah. you forget about those ec- other things. Like the well, meaning and value of those other three hundred thirty you know go I, out the window for you.
1: Yes. Do you know? What I thought to this time though, I was like, this will be over. This will not last forever. That's cool. Even though I felt like I did, there was some little like bell in my head. But for me, like, I'm like, no, bitch. Okay. I've
0: been like, we've done like the craziest shit together, and like, I've done all this stuff, and like,
1: well, I thought about af- that after too. like one
0: day, I can't do it, and you're like, you think it's like, like fucking last over? And I was
1: like. Wait, how could this just like be over? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> wow.
0: That's fucking insightful. I like it.
1: Yeah. You have a lot of power and can choose if you want to invest into the romantic relationship. Um this is pretty key because yeah, I like really important. Because historically, and I would say even to this day, especially when I get in those modes, I don't think I have a lot of power. I have been a very disempowered person historically. Um, And so just to remember, like, the ball's in your court. Do you want to throw it or not? Um, And it's actually a choice, even though it doesn't feel like a choice a lot of times. Um, I believe it is, and I think I can probably set myself up in certain ways for that choice to be more evident. But, um, but this is a tough one for me too because I just like I immediately just like go to sex, and I'm like I don't want to have sex right now, and it's really hard for me to think.
0: Can I pause and go back one second? About
1: other ways I could connect with you
0: because before we get into practical what to do, I can't emphasize enough. You would literally say, when are you going to snap out of this and come after me again?
1: Yeah. As if all the power is in your hands.
0: As if this problem's not going to get solved until I come after you. Right. And it took me a long time to realize I don't want that. I don't want to be the only one that comes after you. Yeah. So I'm like when are you coming after me? Uh-huh. Otherwise, let's get used to this space because I don't want to do it anymore. But yeah. that was so, you know, we, we've used the phrase parent-child. The parent-child dynamic can occur in peers or spouses in certain aspects. I, I think we had a parent-child dynamic yeah. in this romance where you're like, I can't do it. He's the only one capable. And I'm right.
1: like, well, and I just want to pause for a moment and tell myself that I am making progress because these last couple days that we've been in this, like, cycle thing um, look different than the last time. Like, I, I didn't completely isolate myself. I, like, kept checking in with myself and was like, what can I do? and then i would do these things which granted you were like uh okay that's cute but but whatever but still like from my vantage point from i guess if you're just talking about me you know not you um i've really come a long way to even be able to like do that.
0: I completely agree with you, and I and I say it's cute not because it's not significant, but because it doesn't have the impact on me of what I'm
1: asking yeah. for. Yeah, but maybe it's the step in the that direction though. Totally. So then after that, to invest in the match relationship, there's practical tips. Pulling Ben aside and saying, "I have felt a shift with you and your energy. For some reason, I want to like do a robot." I have felt a shift with you and your energy. <laughs> I want you to know that I love you and want to connect with you. Okay, so I could say that uh, whatever feels super risky Which to you, m- don't me. <laughs> I mean, I this, <laughs> is <laughs> this is well, I, w- I did a version of this. Now no, I, what today? I was like, hey, I think th- I can sense things have. I had I did do can something I, see Let me see I did I see. do something along at least the first line. The first line that says okay, I have can I tell you ancient. where
0: it's where it's not that? Okay, sure. This explicitly says I want you to know that I love you and no. I want to connect with you. I oh,
1: know I didn't do that part. I did the <laughs> <laughs> first line. I did the first line.
0: Yes. Which... But that it's a whole
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay.
0: And, and that's important because yeah. you have this way of putting it back on me. And you're like, yeah. once again, I'm, I'm trying to see are you willing to take a risk here? And you're um, sometimes when you just ask people questions about them, you're still making them take the risk.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Whatever feels super risky to me at the time, i.e. giving him a hug, this probably doesn't feel risky to him. So try to go one to two steps further. Um, which that's tough for me in those moments to even, maybe it's because of where I'm at with the, my nervous system, but it's hard to be creative during those times. It's like, feels like a lot for me to even come up with. Okay, I could hug him right now. Um, So, Well, we
0: talked about potential reasons for this right before coming on this podcast, which, like I said, in my experience with you, you are so responsive to external stimuli. If you hug me, and if I don't, like, appear enthusiastic, you're like, I'm done. This is over. You're like... (laughs) I'm not like. Well, it, I'm like. I'm with really a hater. <laughs>
1: sensitive to like energy, I think. And and granted, maybe I'm reading your energy totally wrong, especially. wouldn't be surprised. Um, but like, yeah. <laughs> you're, well, you're, you're, leaving, you're a hater. I'm not giving you any more of my hugs. Well, you're,
0: you're, there's something that's accurate, which is my energy in that way is very depleted or down or negative yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But it's like okay so are are you only gonna love me romantically when i'm fucking fantastic like yeah i mean ultimately i feel like and and this is what i feel like i've done with you and what i want to do with you and i'm just asking for the return it's like dude when you're down and when you can't tell like i remember like um and i told this story recently i mean even in this podcast but you know when, when you were um in your teens and you were um you were dealing with this uh, sexual abuse stuff i'd ask you like how's it going you're like fine but i knew it wasn't fine yeah and i was like what do you mean fine and you're like oh everything's fine i'm like
1: are well, you sure like
0: is something going and i would like dig and i would ask you
1: well but with that it was very clear that that wasn't about you and i think for me because these things get triggered around like me telling you i don't want to do that like i don't want to have sex or whatever yeah i like think that you're doing it because i'm didn't give you the thing or something but it is
0: doing us an incredible disservice i think when you make it about you
1: right so if i can somehow make that shift another thought i had was like i wonder if i actually have a if i get into like a shame cycle where as soon as i feel a shift i think it's i'm doing something i did something wrong Probably. to deserve this Be- and then that shame cycle i mean shame does fucking crazy shit to people like it immobilizes people it makes them do things that they you know wouldn't normally do yeah so uh, anyways i just wonder if that's like also um and th- what's this happening. is
0: this is something i was trying to i forget if i brought home the point from earlier but when i was just pointing out that my stuff existed before you and your stuff existed before me and we just trigger the fuck out of each other in a certain way. Yeah. But a lot of the marital disagreements out there, I have a feeling have nothing to do with the other person. Like but you're yeah. reminding someone of a situation or an insecurity or a fear or whatever that has nothing to do with you. It existed way before you and it it might get triggered by you. But if you're not the problem, you're also not the solution. And, you know, um, I don't know. I think it, when we have our egos involved, it becomes so damn complicated. And yeah. and um, if we can just see we're all hurting people, we actually want the same thing. Where it's not me against you. I'm not trying to hurt you. And you're not trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been so helpful for us.
1: Yeah talk about having sex earlier than 2 a.m. <laughs> that was the last thing because yeah. Ben has told me a lot of times that he does way better if I can which totally makes sense to me actually. I think I'm the same way. Basically it's like foreplay. Like if you don't do anything to... And foreplay I think can be a lot of things that aren't just sex by the way, sexual things. But like if you like don't say anything and then all of a sudden at 1 a.m you're like let's have sex you know and the whole damn day it was like crickets i know it's I like you're like you're like i'm what? going to sleep <laughs> <laughs> which i can appreciate uh you wanting to go to sleep but
0: i actually don't want to go to sleep i just get pissed that you like i feel like Waited you put it off <laughs> yeah and i'm like is this not working? Anyways.
1: <laughs> Don't get them started. <laughs> All right. Uh, connection prompts. These are, might use one or two of these tonight. Um, okay. I, I, I even <laughs> wrote
0: these things out for you. <laughs> Cami, this is, I, I need to vent about this, okay? Because Cami comes to me today and she's like, I'm, this is so confusing. I do not know what's going on. And that, that's every damn time. That's what she says. And I'm like, okay, you know those cards <laughs> I wrote out for you? And well, I told you I wrote to get them. T- I told you but to, You wrote them, yeah. I wrote it on an email or and something. And then I and wrote And I said, them on get cards. this tattooed on your forearm. Because it actually was a lot of work for me to write this out. Like it, like on the vulnerability side of things.
1: Oh.
0: And, um, and we've been in this cycle three times. And I always ask you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't look at the cards. Three
1: times since we got the cards, yeah.
0: And then you look at the cards and you're
1: like, oh yeah oh <laughs> i'm like when i feel <laughs> a shift from ben and this triggers. and next. by the way this is just if you
0: want to do this you don't yeah. have to do any of it i'm not telling you you're a bad person i'm just saying like these are things that would They're... help me and yeah help me or not we can right. take a break too
1: all right uh connection prompts i want to go on a date with you to blink I want to go to Starbucks with you. Let's go to blank. I want to fuck you tonight. Ask a lot of questions. Be curious. Dig. Keep digging. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't give up.
0: Because <laughs> you'd be like, how's it going? I'd be like, fine. You're like,
1: okay, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not okay, cool. Just like, that's enough. That's enough for me. <laughs> You're like, check. I put effort in today. Yeah. Yeah. Say I miss you. I want you. I don't know what's going on, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be close. Oh, that would be nice. Hold your hand right now, (laughs)
0: dude. I should. This is not very excited. (laughs)
1: You're not very excited, so never mind. (laughs) I should.
0: (laughs) I should sell these (laughs) index cards for like five hundred (laughs) bucks. I don't know if anyone would buy them, but fuck, I would have bought them. Uh, <laughs> you like, I, I would have paid a million <laughs> not that they're doing anything now evidently either but right maybe that's maybe that's not true maybe they're helping
1: yeah.
0: all right so that's our in process tmi couples therapy bullshit that we're in the middle of that we've been in the middle of that's been a massive source of pain and struggle and confusion. But also, you know, I, I don't really believe that you get to choose if you have pain or um, if, especially if you want growth, you don't get to choose pain like if, if you have it, but you get to choose where you have it. And I feel like we've made progress um, in this area and it's been like a worthwhile type of pain. Mhm. Uh but it's painful.
1: Mhm.
0: Like we have these nights where man, it's icy in that bed and
1: <laughs> and oh. not just cuz it's 25 <laughs> degrees outside.
0: Um and it hurts, it's hard. Um you know, we have this way of relating and but I think whatever Uh, I just have this firm belief that whatever lies on the other side of progress and growth is better, that it's worth it to, like, go through the change and kind of, like, abort the old way of doing things. Because sometimes it's just like, well, fuck it. Why not, like, just if it works, like, go with it. But I see these couples that have, like, been doing the same thing for 40 years.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. I think that kills a relationship, too. It's
1: doing us a disservice to just, like decide oh it's not just keep if it's not broken but i have i have i have felt like it's broken (laughs) or i have felt like it's it's not working the same way it used to so why um why keep at it like at a
0: certain point it works and then the thing that was working can actually start um hurting you Mm -hmm. like you know Like when you grow, like this, something like if you put a metal band around a tree, it couldn't like be propping it up one day and the next day it's choking it and it's the same thing. And
1: Mm. yeah,
0: I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it's been a wild ride. I don't know what else to say after all that.
1: Life's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah this has been um really complicated i had a lot of shame around this for a lot of years and i guess you know that's the one thing maybe i'll say is like this was so much of our life this has consumed so much of our energy Mm -hmm. and our kids would suffer and other people would suffer because when when i didn't have motivation sometimes i I didn't want to get out of bed and i didn't want to i couldn't get work done you know
1: shit and i remember having little kids and like we'd be in these cycles and i didn't I could barely just like feed them and just to keep them alive. And, um, it was really hard.
0: Yeah. So like, I don't know. I would want to tell people out there, like you're not alone. And, um, you know, I, I even looking back at the younger versions of ourselves, I feel like we were just doing the best we could with what we had.
1: Yeah. Or what was given to us. Yeah.
0: And I feel like we have more resources now, so we're able to do better. And yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, I hope, Uh, you maybe feel a little less alone or maybe you identified with a part of me or a part of Cammy and and can find some hope in all this. Um, That's all I got to say.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Fight for Together. We'll see you next time.